Stories Bigger Than Texas, the Alamo podcast. The Alamo Church still harboring centuries-old secrets, just waiting to be unlocked. Take the church's sacristy. We know it's where 15 to 20 women and children hid for their lives during the 1836 battle. For generations, most historians assumed, like the rest of the church, it was incomplete, without decorative designs. But the Alamo's conservator made a startling discovery, breathtaking floral frescoes adorning the walls. Today, we reveal how these paintings were hidden for more than a century, how they were finally found, and the brand new exhibit at the Alamo where you can see the sacristy as its creators intended. I'm your host, Emily Bauckham. We're joined by Pam Jerry Rosser, the Alamo's conservator. Pam, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You have an extensive background in conservation. Please share it with our audience. I have been practicing conservation for over three decades. That's incredible. It's a long time. Makes me sound really old. But no, it makes you sound very experienced. <laughs> yes, very experienced. Very seasoned in the conservation world. I like world. that word. <laughs> I've had the privilege to work on many nationally recognized historic sites, including theaters, churches, museums, courthouses, and more. It's been a very interesting career path. What's your favorite part of being a conservator? The discoveries. And speaking of discoveries, take us back to the year 2000. You and your mother are working inside the Alamo Church. What were you looking for and what did you find? We were brought in to be fresco detectives because the Daughters of the Republic of Texas, as well as other members of their team, were looking in the space to determine where to put a display case. And one of them noticed a fragment of color on the upper wall. And what we found was exactly what we were looking for from our past experience at other missions. The discovery included a multicolored alternating freeze band, an arched pomegranate and floral band at the top of the walls, as well as an oval shape in the center of the walls, and lastly, a beautiful multicolored wainscot. But even though you kind of had an idea of what you were looking for, your reaction just must have been sheer astonishment. Yes, we were so happy and excited, but it was exactly what we had expected. We always thought there would be some evidence of frescoes in the Alamo church. What do we think those frescoes symbolize from a religious standpoint inside the church from the mission perspective? It's really hard to say. I think it's open up uh, for discussion, and I really leave it to the experts to uh, determine what those design elements. The role of the conservator is to discover what's in there, let other people analyze the meaning? Yes, there are um, experts that specialize in what design elements symbolize in a church or in another building because you have to look at what the period is of that design element. So maybe what it meant at one period, it may not mean the same or it may have another meeting at a later period. That makes sense. San Antonio's other historic missions, the four on the city's south side, do have decorations, as you noted. So did we think the Alamo didn't have them? Were we hopeful? Or No one knew. No one knew because 
the story was the Alamo Church was never decoratively painted because it was never completed. However, us going into the sacristy and shaving through eight to nine layers of U.S. Army whitewash, we changed that history. And that's what we learned. The very thing that was hiding the frescoes also preserved them over time. Yes. The U.S. Army layers of lime wash protected the frescoes from the ravages of time. That's amazing. And they, they could have had no idea <laughs> decades later what they were doing with that whitewash. Now, you've been investigating these frescoes for more than 20 years. How has your work changed over time with new technology? The work has changed dramatically with new technology, such as multispectral imaging cameras and a portable XRF analyzer. A portable XRF is a portable X-ray fluorescence analyzer. These tools are used today that simply didn't exist 20 years ago. Right. And over the years, we've seen the restored by light displays. For people who don't live in San Antonio, that's when the city uses a light show to project onto the facades of the other missions, how they were originally painted. If you've never seen it, it is amazing to see. Breathtaking. So do we think the front of the Alamo Church ever had paint over the limestone? It's inconclusive at this time. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. That we hope to unlock eventually. Yes, we <laughs> hope to unlock eventually. The sacristy has been closed to the public for almost seven years, but group tours were still allowed inside, and they've been able to see some of your work. Yes, they've been able to see the frescoes under the current light, and the lighting is not the best because um, you don't want to have too much light in that room because it will cause the frescoes to fade even more. They've been able to see the stenciling. Yes. And, and a plastic partition where you can kind of imagine it on the wall. We use pointers to kind of point out at the, at the top of the ceiling. But you have to use your imagination a little bit. You do have to use your imagination unless you have a trained eye like myself. And so I can see them. And um, But I know when I have taken uh, groups through there and I have pointed some of their reaction is, I wish I could see what you're seeing. Well, you have the trained eye. For the rest of us, it's kind of sometimes been like a magic eye puzzle, but no longer. We're all getting to see what you see. We're so excited for the brand new sacristy exhibit. It's an immersive experience, and everyone who visits the Alamo will be able to see it for free. Tell us about it. Not to give too much away, but it's a wonderfully short production that will allow visitors to understand the sacristy in a much more fundamental, beautiful way. And it, it's pretty um, emotional in a way to experience it. You see what it was like during the mission era. There's some, some music playing, religious music, and then it transitions to during the battle with the women and children hiding in there, the sounds of the cannon and horses and what they must have experienced. Is it emotional for you to watch? Yes, it's emotional for me to watch because uh, for the first time, you walk into that space and you actually get a feeling for what it was like during the mission era. You get a sense of the size of the space. 
with this temporary wall and the way the uh, interpretive designers design this freestanding temporary wall, you, you feel like you're in the sacristy during the mission period. You're there during the battle. The, the way they captured the, the sun rising in the morning, setting in the evening. Such an incredible detail. Seeing the, the band of copper leaf that goes around the perimeter of the room at different times of the day is just so elegant and beautiful. The Alamo is so grateful to the Nancy Smith Heard Foundation for making this new sacristy exhibit possible. And we do want to make clear, the Alamo was very careful with installation not to impact the original church structure. That is correct. Yes, there's um, this freestanding installation is not attached to the historic walls, ceiling, or the flagstone floor. Very important from a conservation perspective. Yes. You discovered the frescoes more than 20 years ago, but I see you around the grounds and you are still as excited about them today as the day you found them. What do you find so inspiring about them? What gets me uh, excited is really their beauty and their history. Just goes to show that Alamo has more secrets for us to discover. Yes, I think, you know, there's the walls are still exposing themselves to us with fragments and information from the mission period, from the U.S. Army period, and in between. And you spoke earlier, you have that trained eye. And sometimes you're literally going inch by inch along the wall because you're looking for those fragments. That's correct. When I am working uh, on one of the walls, the wall is gridded out in a one-foot square. And then within each one-foot square, it's one inch, one square inch at a time that is assessed under magnification. Lots of focus, lots of patience. Yes, yes. Pam, you work on conservation projects all the time, but you don't do it alone. That's correct. I have a team of experts that I work very closely with. And all of the conservation projects that are happening here at the Alamo Church in Long Barrack, we uh, communicate those projects with the Texas Historic Commission before moving forward with any of them. And from that point, uh, we notify the public, we send media alerts, we update our social media so we can show people all the amazing things you are working on. Yes, that is true. Because most of all, the, the work that we are doing, when you're doing conservation work, it's all reversible. So uh, our methodology has to be approved by the Texas Historic Commission and by following the American Institute of Conservation code of ethics, everything needs to be reversible. So if down the road they find that a certain um, material that we're using is no longer good for the substrate we're working on, that it can be removed without damaging the substrate. Pam Rosser, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. We look forward to seeing each and every new mystery you unlock on the grounds of the Alamo. Thank you. Thank you. For you at home, we'd love for you to visit the Sacristy exhibit in person. Admission is free, but you do need a time ticket to enter the church and the exhibit. You can book online at thealamo.org or get your ticket in person at our Red Welcome Center on Alamo Plaza. We've also been posting photos and videos on our social media pages. Just search Official Alamo. Before we go, it's been so fun to read the reaction to our first episode. We asked you to let us know in the comments where in the world you're listening from. 
Forrest from San Antonio wrote, he first heard of the Alamo as a little kid when his dad told him his ancestor, Andrew Kent, fought in the battle. Forrest is very involved here at the Alamo. Susan told us she's listening from mid-Michigan. Charles says he's listening from California. He first learned about the Alamo from the Walt Disney show, Davy Crockett. Another listener wrote us all the way from the UK, saying he first became interested in the Alamo from John Wayne's film, and it's been on his bucket list for years to see the Alamo in person. And a listener named Henry told us he's sharing the podcast with all his teacher friends to use in their classrooms. That's quite a compliment, and we truly appreciate that, Henry. We're going to keep the conversation going in the comments. You've been listening to Stories Bigger Than Texas, the Alamo podcast. 